Welcome back, everyone, to the Binac podcast where we talk music, the people that make it, and the communities that listen to it. I am Candice, and I am getting so good at this intro. Very proud of myself. 10 out of 10. I recommend me. <laughs> uh, yes. Today, we are joined by my co host, AD. AD, say what's up. and asia who we all know and love member of our team goddess of everything cozy and warm yes i'm gonna steal that intro for everything else in life (laughs) (laughs) see i'm look i don't have no fancy intro or whatnot i'm i'm on camera with a neck pillow because my neck is literally on fire right now as we speak Let's so. talk about it. Let are the how are the how is everybody today? Are the bodies doing what they're supposed to do? Are they angry? Are they getting adjusted to apparently spring is coming? So pollen, because you know the South is pollening as we speak right now. Gross. How did you hurt your neck, Ad? I, who the hell knows? I haven't been sleeping like for like two weeks. Please get some rest. The body needs rest. What, what is sleep? See, this is one thing that always that always got me about a lot of these athletes or these business people that say, oh, it's the power of sleep. It's the power of sleep. You know, I get about eight to ten hours of sleep every <laughs> night. No, you fucking don't. Don't lie to, lie to us. You pass that stress off to somebody else. Not pass it off to somebody else. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have gotten feel bad though I'm like y'all are like what is sleep and I'm like I've been putting myself on a bedtime the past couple weeks I've been like a morning person lately like it's been kind of lit I was just about to say I've been getting your bedtime what's your bedtime please 11 yeah that's roughly mine 11 I can be up but I'm up at six like I'm up at six I've so, gotten... go, so you actually fall asleep at eleven. So it's like lights <laughs> out, rain sounds on at eleven. And then by usually by like eleven fifteen, eleven twenty, I'm knocked out because I've like put my right. I literally start like my nighttime routine around nine. That's smart. That's smart. Now I don't I don't necessarily have a nighttime routine like a full routine yet, like starting from nine or whatever. Cause for instance, recording right now it's like 7.30-ish or 7.40-50-ish and I'll know that I'm winding down but that's why sometimes I don't get to bed but one thing that I have noticed about myself is I need seven hours of sleep anything behind seven and I'm not functional six I can do but it's just like I'm not optimal if I get six hours I'm at a smooth 80 any less than that I'm at a smooth 60. Correct like seven hours is kind of like my perfect on the weekends I'll let myself stay in bed till about seven sometimes eight if I'm feeling particularly luxurious right but uh for the most part we up at six the day is moving like it's pretty lit (laughs) I like to call myself a mid-morning person I do not like 6 a.m 7 a.m is eh. 8 a.m is where I'm like hey and 9 a.m I'm phenomenal 9 a.m I'm like oh no hell no I yep. can wake up, but I'm not, I'm not a chipper or anything until at least about 10, 11. 
good oh, by man. nine. If if everything, like I said, if everything goes according to the plan the night before, if I get my seven hours, if I have my coffee, if y'all let me take my shower in peace, like if y'all don't fuck up the feng shui, I'm good at nine. Honestly, I be good by seven. Like, and I think it's because like we have to, like we leave the house at six thirty. Oh, because you know, because my my partner is a central worker, so I drop him off at like seven. And so by, you know, seven o'clock, I'm in Starbucks's line. And like, you said, I'm, I'm, I'm already, ready. <laughs> I done blasted the tunes that I needed to to get my day pumped. Now, I don't want to talk to nobody till about nine. But <laughs> right. that's what I say, I'm to go. As long as I have my, my pee, like if the morning routine goes well, if I can wash my face. And that doesn't always happen because sometimes I'll have like an early meeting and now as a full fully remote worker I will roll out of bed for that meeting um at like 7 30 so that means that I'm brushing my teeth real quick putting my hair in a ponytail and sitting on camera or whatever it is wait did I not tell you about the skincare cheat codes put us on game (laughs) okay so again as an esthetician I'm I'm supposed to tell you that you need to wash your face twice a day and as you should if you are actively leaving your home however if you are at home most of the day if you wash your face at night you really just have to wipe your face off in the morning i'm not even gonna let you tell me that (laughs) (laughs) because i don't need that type i'm just saying like especially if you wear like a, a sleep mask at night, like I would do an exfoliating mask, and in the morning I would just literally wipe my face with water and a washcloth. Cause I ain't going nowhere. I ain't do nothing, and Actual. I cleanse it before bed. Andy, can we discuss what is your skincare routine? What do men do to their face? Inquiring, I'd like know. to my, know. My, I got oil. I got oily skin. My I got bags underneath my eyes. Okay, remind me to consult. So I said we got another with- consultation, another team <laughs> meeting consultation. I love it. Yeah. Look, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some some beautiful skincare routine that I know I should be doing each and every day to feel nice and feel good about myself. But I just don't have the time. <laughs> I mean, we're at least going to get you a cleanser and an SPF. Like, Come on, at the bare minimum. That's what she had to do for me last year. She had to like. She was like, do sit, sit, do it, do it. And now I've graduated Look. to serums so proud of that I'm, I'm look by look by time i i kid you not by time i sit down on the couch and lay down just for a little bit i'm done until <laughs> when, until whenever my body says it's time for me to wake up and it's usually th- it's usually anywhere between one and four in the morning oh jesus that's why I, right now i have an aggressive alarm because the new I think what is it android 11 update now your mm-hmm. alarms like when they talk to you they read out what you put in the title for your alarm so mine I tells me don't have no update for uh, android you should android 11, i think it's 11 it's what is it graham cracker at this point i made that shit up it's some cookie right now but it's like android uh samoa or android thin mint whatever the fuck it is Man, i don't i don't need to hear about yeah. no damn girl scout cookies me either my nigga (laughs) me either i just use that as a cookie reference i'm just i'm just tired of all that shit (laughs) but it yells so like mine says get up wash your face so it's like in that robotic voice it's like get up wash your face and it's really aggressive so i'm like all right i'm getting up (laughs) and i can i think where i'm gonna start doing with it instead of having it yell at me i'm gonna have it play spotify 
like play a song for Spotify. So I'll get up. Um, this is what I want from Apple. I just want because you know I got rid of Apple Music. Oh. I'm officially a Spotifyer. Come back to us. We love it here. Um, it's just my discover the Discover Weekly got me. It got me. You know what's the next level to Discover Weekly? Because Discover Weekly is lit. Release radar. Like if you start following all your artists, oh hold on. Break. Time out. Time out. Spotify, we hate Spotify. They don't pay their artists. We know this. Very but true. out of convenience, we use Spotify and we pay the artists for what they do. We buy their merch and we go to shows when things are open and outside. Correct. I'm I'm team Jay and Jack over here. Title. <sighs> okay, well, sure. <laughs> um <laughs> I I don't I actually don't have anything against title as a um see, there's the alarm. It was about to ring. Um I don't have anything against title. It's just, but since I was, it was, I've been using Spotify so long, I couldn't switch. Like the user interface, I do not like. But there's Discover Weekly. Everybody who has a Spotify has a Discover Weekly playlist. It's in the right. playlist for you section. Playlist, is it for me, by me? If I pull my Spotify up, I can tell you. Um, but there's also Release Radar. Release Radar is another, it's in the same realm. And there are also daily mixes. I have about five daily mixes because I guess like I listen to, different mm-hmm. genres and sub subgenres, but it creates a daily mix so it'll throw in songs that you like um and then like add like one or two different ones in these daily mixes um and actually i'm gonna just pull mine up right now so i can say uh look at the artist that it pulls but discover weekly and release radar release radar if you start following the artists that you want to listen to on spotify um the release of radar will update with new things or like anything, anybody's discography that you've gone through for a while, for instance, Kesha started popping up on mine because a couple years ago, I did a deep dive into Kesha's discography. And so when Kesha releases something new, which is not rare, but she don't, you know, drop like that, it pops up into my release radar, like her new singles or anything like that. So there are multiple playlists like that on Spotify. Discover- it, no, stop, stop. You're giving Spotify too much plug. They ain't paying the bill, ain't paying no bills. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is more for people that can use their Spotify better. They do, are say, not paying any bills, but I I said all that to say that I would really like for Apple to update and allow me to use my Spotify to set my alarms because the only song that I have downloaded on my phone is like Scissors Wavy, and mm-hmm. it's I can't use that for every alarm. And right, and, and then but then like, you have to use up phone space, which we know Apple like space on their devices is precious so you can't download music that sounds like the pits i don't like that that. yeah but ad to ad's point spotify ain't paying no bills but um Mm -hmm. as a as a shout out we're gonna by now is gonna be doing more stuff about how to get the best out of your ten dollars that you pay every month that it steals from your lunch money we working over here on the content side but um after all of that, uh, since I'm looking at my Spotify playlist, the first thing at the top of Rap Caviar is Drake. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, immediate response. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's we're, Drake. we're gonna have a yeah, we're gonna have a discussion. We're gonna have this discussion because I'll kick it off here because yeah, wait, start, start us off because I have I do have feelings, but you let us know. Sca- so it's scary hours too. That dropped was that Friday. Whatever. You know how Drake just be dropping little random things. Yeah, because scary hours right. too. Yeah, so 
out of those three songs, I think everyone will agree that Lemon Pepper, Lemon Pepper Freestyle was the best song on there. I'm ready to fight, but continue. Oh, if you're going to say that little baby, if you're going to say that little baby and Drake song was the best one, you got no. That that was a little baby song. That wasn't so? a Drake song. That, that's, <laughs> what does that mean? But and the first and the first song was not that great either. No, that that's was, that's why we're not talking about that song. What is, what even is that song? I mean, that was this. That sounds like Drake. He was bored. To, it sounds like Drake trying to be old Drake and failing. Like that's what that now, sounds now, like. But, yeah. but see, I'm not see, but I'm not the biggest Drake fan. I don't buy into the hype. I don't do all this. But and that's I what I'm know. saying. We're getting there. But I just need you to articulate how we got to Lemon Pepper being the best song of that three. Uh, have you listened to that song? Mm-hmm. That's the best song on there. Out of those three songs. Okay. Well, my opinion is fueled by the fact that I don't like Rick Ross. So I will give you that. I don't mm-hmm. like Rick Ross. Okay, that's but you're still not going to sway that that's the best song on there. That's the one, and to me, is Drake should have held that for now for the album, unless the album's going to sound totally different. Probably will. But that was him going off, and I can admit when Drake goes off, he was actually sounding like he had stuff to get off of his chest. The first song was sleepy. The second song was was trash. First song was trash. Second, second song was like okay until was was like eh. Then little baby came in there and killed it. And like bam on the in my group chat said, "That's the little baby song." I just cut Drake off. But that's what I'm saying. So if we're talking about it in terms of the best song on the three pack, I don't give a flying fuck if Drake didn't show up on his own song. Who fuck? Who fault is that? Not mine. It's not my fault. Drake decided no, but, not to, to clock no, in. No, but, but this, but this, but this, but this, but this comes, but this comes to, and I need someone to. I know years and years and thing, and I'm not, I'm not up on the vibes. I'm not in the know or whatnot. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. I, I understand what Drake is. I'm not hating on the man. Right. I can't wait to tag Jerome in this, by the way, from <laughs> Dim Ones TV in Australia. But no, you gotta get you gotta get Neil up in here too, because he'll. Cause he's the biggest Drake fanboy that I know. Between the but, both of them, it'll be crazy. But yes, I am going to confess that I have not heard any of it. That's great. That actually helps us. That helps us. Okay, so but you but so yes, that does actually help because you can because you can shed some light into this. I'm not the biggest Drake fan. I do not buy the hype. I know what he is. I know that he is a rapper who does not offend a lot of people. <laughs> so he plays. So he so appeals to very different people. He's a safe rapper. First and foremost, people have to understand that Drake is an actor. Yes, and I yes. literally believe that Drake has been acting like Aubrey Graham has been acting as Drake for years. It is yes. his longest piece of performance art and his best. You know that is a concerned. word for your ass because I feel like. Drake got into rapping the same way, you know, just like basketball players and everybody else does, right? It's kind of like, oh, I'll try it out. And people liked it. And, you know, coupled with the fact that people find Drake more attractive now that he's beefed up or whatever, but people thought he was cute previously. So it was kind of like, oh, you know. I'm a Jimmy fan. So that is, I came with Drake from the end. <laughs> okay. The only person, the only person that can stop, that can stop up. Drake is the kid from Degrassi who shot him in the back. Oh, God. Rick is but, dead. 
Okay, and we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk, we don't about, talk about that. <laughs> but I think you're. I think when you said that it's performance art, I mean, just like how everybody does have like multiple talents, right? Like mm-hmm. at, at the beginning, Drake was well. I won't. He was rapping, but it was more like singing, and like he was doing the thing that we wanted for in music, and now he's sustaining it. And that's even like a part of what we're talking about, like being bored. Cause like when I say that that first song was sleepy to me, I don't mean like sleepy, like sleeper hit. I mean, sleepy, like boring, like that shit was boring. And to AD's point, I don't check for Drake like that no more. Drake makes a song that I like and I'll add it to my playlist, but I'm not actively, I haven't actively checked for Drake since nothing was Look, the same. And that was about 19,000 th- albums ago. See, Drake does not, Drake does not, does not shake me to my core he does i understand he that when he does things it's an event like he's great for social for the social media time that we're in and whatnot because he knows how to play the acting role very well so he knows all about this so it's it's i'm not hating on his longevity or whatnot it's not for his stuff really is not for me because after a while it's yeah you got a kid now but you're still talking about the same old same old because Drake makes it's, music for college kids. It, it, I would even it say for, at this it, point, it's, it's more like young, like maybe 23 might be the age threshold. Like, but no, he literally makes dorm room rap. Like, that is it's true. the shit that you play with your friends when you're drinking shitty vodka and trying to have a good weekend. Like, you're Right. That's when it was lit. <laughs> Exa- I mean, now yeah. take care. I can listen back to Take Care, hear that a lot of it sounds dated, but Take Care is a very special project to me. And I know oh, yeah. like people will be, first of all, it was The Weeknd's first album, Fight Your Mama, Not Me. Um, but secondly, like it was it was a good body of work and it, it was a shift from Thank Me Later. So Take Care, was, I really no, do. Sorry, like, I, have to, I have to jump in there. That was The Weeknd and Majid Jordan's first album. Okay. okay, I mean you're right. Technicalities, potato, potato. No, 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 no. I'm just saying if we go, to, if we, if we're going, right? If we're, we're going to give credit, give credit truth. where credit is due. We're going to give credit. Give, yes, give credit. you're you're 100 right. Um, but OVS that. <laughs> but I like when I think about Drake, I do think about that project and like kind of like that run he had but I haven't actively checked for Drake in that way since I want to say 2015 like when if you're reading this it's too late came out I think I remember playing it a lot and then 2016 hit and I was no longer a Drake fan like it was just like a very I can't even say that I ran I mean I definitely uh I want to say jungle and maybe like Six God, I played off of that. One, but, it, yeah, yeah, but like nothing was the same. Was it for me, honestly? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I grew up. <laughs> I left college. Right. <laughs> like, and then like even when I was going out, still it just wasn't hidden. Still, no, no, it was not. It's I know Drake. Drake is for as for a certain type for a certain type, but it's like I don't know. Like you asked me, you. Okay, you always ask me why do I like Brazilda or why do I like certain artists? And to me, it's even if they, even if the subject matter may be the same, it's how they flip certain things. You know, it could be the, the production. Yeah, it's the you know it's the production. It's whatnot. Like it's like here's the Drake formula. It, they call it the Drake stimulus package because yes, he fi- he works with with the with artists that maybe on low, get them a number one hit feels their vibe sees what's out there then he kind of 
takes their their mojo, puts it on and stuff, and it's and it's Drake. I think, and and even to that, like you were talking about, why you like Griselda so much. I am also in love with artists that breathe new life into what they do each time. No matter, like we were talking about uh, last episode about like the evolution, and if it takes long, okay. But I like seeing people do new things, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like whole cartwheels and backflips. It's just not the same shit over and over again. Yeah. I wait, just wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have to pause because I'm finally looking through Drake's discography. In 2018, y'all really let... I'm sorry. I paused out for a second. You're good. But in 2018, y'all really let that young man put out a 25-song album? Which one was that? The one with him sitting on top of the Toronto Scorpion? No, no, no. Scorpion. That was the one where he thought he was Bob Ross. Like, that one. Oh, I never. I don't remember that one. What's on that? What's on that? What's that was at the um, height of the push uh, of the push of tea. That was beef. nice. For what's what? the single? Okay, I was like, what's the single? God's plan. Oh, that album. Okay. It has twenty five songs. Who? He 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 wanted to do that, and re- and remember once the once he was push of tea because of their beef forced him to forced him to change that whole entire album. Dog, that was really four years ago. And and yeah, he got he got look, there was some look, that's one thing. There he will have some songs. I'm not gonna when he makes an, a good song, right? But I'm not right, like yeah. But I'm not like I'm not listening to Drake front and back because it's like because uh, it's just like not doing it's just it. you pick your pockets. I mean, no, I'm I also have, just I haven't done that since nothing was the same. Yeah, like I, checking for a Drake album, like checking to be like, so he dropped this on Friday, right? And being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing or stay up until twelve to listen to this," is lost on me. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that for Drake. And then when I got to it, the reason that I did it is because I told um, the I, well, and I think the reason also that I'm gravitating towards the little baby song so much is because I I really am starting to like become a fan of his. It took me a, a minute, but I'm like, you know, getting hip to him. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But I can but I can say this and maybe it's because the songs that I've heard from him were some of them sounded like uh what's that boy that always wrapped off beat? Um Blue Flame? No, nah, not Blue, Blue Flame. Face. Uh, Blue face. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at times he sounds like he's just rapping offbeat for mm-hmm. no for no reason. But it's like th- but like for this song, it was he was rapping, and that's and the thing. He sounded hungry. I got so the way that I got put on to him was because he I wasn't. First of all, there's really a time where I listen to like a new age rap album where it's like, oh, everybody's talking about. Like, for instance, DaBaby. DaBaby's album came out, where was I? It, me and my best friend went to Orlando, like, for a girl's trip or whatever. And DaBaby's album happened to come out. So when we were driving around uh, in 2019, I was listening to DaBaby's album. I just, it was circumstantial because I didn't have shit else to do. But I am not sitting down and listening to, like, a rap album like that because I'm normally not interested. And it probably won't hold my attention unless I'm doing something fun. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, to hear that. But I, I got put on a little baby because I literally had somebody, like, curate the songs that are like, hey, I think you'll like this. Or, hey, check this feature out. Or do whatever. Um, 
And so I was like, oh, now I hear what you're talking about. Which one is the one that does the wham, wham, wham? Which one is that one? That's it's little many... baby. That okay, is because it's a lot Rockstar? of babies going around. It's a lot of babies. So Did I don't you listen really to Rockstar? No. Like, I... in a rock car. <laughs> that's the that baby. That that's the baby. Yeah, that's the baby. I thought that that song's name was Cop Car. I don't know. It's Rockstar. <laughs> it's... Cop Car. <laughs> We're officially old. We It's called Rockstar, and the only reason I know is because because they because they play so much on freaking Roblox and whatnot. I was like, what, oh, yeah. what is this? And then yeah, when 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 bitch, I'm a little baby. I can't remember what song that is, but that's a little baby. That's the other one. They're two different niggas. The baby is from Charlotte. Little baby, or from I won't say he's from Charlotte, but from somewhere in North Carolina, like around that area. And the baby is from somewhere in Georgia, maybe probably Atlanta? Question mark. Who knows? I feel so out of the loop because when I tell y'all that the the rap, I barely be listening, like barely. Because what are you talking about? Like what? Because <laughs> what are you talking about? I just don't. I don't know what's going on. I listen I to a lot relate. of indie rap. A lot of indie. Like, the rap that I'll be listening to is not mainstream. Or I, not to be like, ooh, I only listen to independent artists. And never listen to the mainstream because I am great. No, I mean, I just, the stuff that I actually love to hear and, like, gain knowledge from and run back a lot um, in the comfort of my own home, I like not just driving around because I need to hear something fun and upbeat is like independent stuff the last like literally when it comes to like recent people the last recent person that i listened to is probably ariana grande um and somebody named jensen mcgray who i was very surprised to find out is black because hmm. i heard the voice and i was like hmm this sounds like a white <laughs> But then I went and looked at her and I was like, oh no, she's black, but she's giving me like folky pop kind of Hello. Music. Look, I, I, let's just be honest. A lot of these pop artists sound alike. Same thing with a lot of these rappers. They sound alike. No, yeah. but like her, she's like, I don't, I have to send y'all the song because I really can't describe her. She has a song called Wolves. And I originally I was like, oh, this is some really good song writing. Because she's talking about, like, boys in her neighborhood as wolves, as predators, and how they, like, you know, have... Must link. I gotta listen. Yeah, like, they mess with the girls in the neighborhood, but girls talk, so they're learning how to deal with wolves. And I was like, damn, some good-ass songwriting. It's kind of emo-sounding, kind of folky, like, I'm out in the woods with a guitar. Come on, girl. Let's go. Oh, let me tell you. Last week, I, I I went I went back to high school, early freshman year in college. Went back to the emo play playlist. Sometimes oh. you gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta do it. Oh my! The scream, man! The screamo, like ooh. Sometimes you just gotta put yourself in the feelings. Oh yeah, and I know. When I found out that people... that a couple of these, I was finding that a couple of these bands were still playing. I was like, what? Hey, listen. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. what is it? Uh, you've heard of Hawthorne Heights, right? Yes. They still around. Like, still putting out new music. Yeah. Excuse me. 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I play a little Sayosin, a little a throw. That's a throw bike. That's mm-hmm. that's oh, a man. minute. Yes, man. Uh, Breaking Benjamin, you know, Diary of Jane. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta this... do it to yourself. But and look, also, it brought me. It brought me. It, it was like a. It was an old friend with a welcoming hug. Mm-hmm. Which just kind of reinforces our point that not just Drake, like it's. I mean, it is kind of throw Drake under the bus day, but some I don't bi- think we're throwing him underneath the bus. Let's just be honest. I don't think. I think that a lot of people are not having honest conversations about Drake. That's true. Yes, he is the golden goose, but it's to me, it's just just like. If you're if you're investing in the stock market, yeah, he has a lot of value volume, but what is his value in long term? And I, and again, it's like thinking about the things because like the things that we find joy or like where your your joy lies in music. Uh, I can't say like maybe again back in our college days it would have been Drake, but now my joy like that's not where I find happiness. I do not say oh Drake's dropping, I'm running no. or you know I'm staying up or I'm doing this. Honestly, I, I, I'm trying to think of people like Twigs. Twigs dropped a new visual and a new song. And I know I feel like I always talk about like the same like five artists best because I fuck with them. So I will. But like Twigs is somebody who I'm like, okay, yeah. Like if she because she normally just drops out of nowhere. But if she was like, hey, like if she did a countdown or something like that, because she does normally just say she'll drop like on a Monday and be like new song out Friday or something like that. That's what she normally does. And um, she dropped a, a, it was a song and then she did the visual for it. And for some reason I'm blanking on the name, but it's really good. And the reason I'm blanking is because I watched the the video of the song more than I actually just listened to the song by itself. Like the song itself is not on a playlist on my Spotify. It's like, I listen to it on YouTube or listen and watch it on YouTube. But though, like, that's who I'm like, oh, let me stop what I'm doing and look at her visual. Gallant released and I talked about him before too. Those are people that I'm like, okay. These are newer age people, but I'm stopping what I'm doing to listen to what they got to say or what they're putting out. I don't judge me. Who is that the Twig song? Don't judge me. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> that's the name of it. Um, uh, and it's really good. It's really good. Um, the, the visual because a lot of Twig's visuals too are very, you know, like dark mysterious yeah real like (laughs) all of that but i love it i love it like and honestly twigs can write a song as well but twigs could just like squeal on a song or do whatever and i'm gonna listen to it and i'm gonna watch it i'm just there with her so um but yeah i just i don't like or i'm not saying i don't like it but like i just i i don't need anybody throwing sticks at me when i say i'm not excited to hear Drake do anything or like some like a lot of these rappers I don't care like I'll probably hear it by the wayside or if a TikTok runs runs across somewhere somebody sends it to me and it's like playing but I'm not actively seeking out that music no honestly the only thing I'm actively seeking out is black girls with guitar music True. like give me all the black girls sitting in front of guitars I don't care if you're singing pop I don't care if you're singing country have a guitar I too would like black people and electronic Please send it to me. I've been mm-hmm. I, like, do I have to get on my knees? I'm begging. I would like people. Please. I would say I would say just listen to A Rap, A Rap music. 
because he does because he mixes hip hop and EDM. Yeah. Um, so yes, clarify the A rap for me because when you say A rap, I immediately go Soulja Boy. Television. I was just gonna say. So, I was gonna say, is it the, is that the same? I, I, unless I unless this thing, I'm talking about A rap music that he he broke out with Dipset, then was working with Slaughterhouse on their stuff, and he's do he does a lot of their stuff. So I think I know who you're talking about. Just just look up Hammer Dance. You'll once you hear. It, you're now listening to A rap music. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because he, because he was started, because he, because he started blending like early on the EDM stuff and whatnot. Well, and that's the thing. I, I don't mind blends. I'm not saying that I'm hating on blends, but what I really want is like black people in like electronic and house music. So I'm not saying oh, that's like I, that, I want like. I, and, I think I've shouted out Don Crescendo. He's from somewhere I, I hate saying where people are from because i met him in columbia um but the he they make music um like make electronic music and it's it's true electronic like he does a lot of mixes and stuff like that but i'll probably link him um link or link them the band camp um in the notes but i mean like and i say true electronic just because i think it's fun like i like electronic music and i wish i could hear more of it of course i wish it was more popular but i just want to hear more of it like i know people are making it i'm just not hip or i don't know where to find it what is it there there's Uh, a young man and i really wish he used to go by black box theory why is that Uh, why why does that name sound familiar and I cannot remember what he changed his name to, but he's from he's from North Carolina. And I saw him at Hopscotch and he did this like house electronic set that I did not plan to stay for. And I ended up staying for and sweating my hair out. Ooh. It was phenomenal. See, I love that. Like he was so good. Like me and Brina were out like halfway out the door and we're like, okay, wait, like, what's that? Okay, what's that? And I end up back inside the venue for another forty-five minutes. Yeah. See, that's that's me. See, that's me with uh with dance hall, because dance. I and I and I will still say this to the to to this day. There are certain dance hall acts that are better than than hip hop artists. I mean, and I don't think that that's like, or I won't say it's not a debate, but like I'm like I could wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, I wish I listened to more dance hall like outside of a party. I listened to dance hall in reference to like, okay, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's like, you know, that part of the party where you play the dance hall or whatever, but I don't actually actively listen to dance hall. Music. Uh, but that's, but I think this is, I, we, we slept, we slipped into this, but it's talking about being bored with music and what's what's the causes of that yeah you know? mm-hmm. i think i think a lot of those times a lot of those times when we become bored with things it's we find you know different artists different things that kind of excite us about music and then we kind of do we kind of do the cyclical nature that we're, we're up with them and then we're like eh mm-hmm. come back or whatever it's like kind of like let's talk about that you know i mean and i think that kind of also goes back into what we started the episode out with like you know 
getting getting the new stuff um like yeah of course you can listen to the same playlist over and over again you know we all have our playlists or things that we're gonna hear all the time and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but mm-hmm. binect um strives to make people who are more casual listeners um like more interested and in actively seeking out new things and so i think a, a portion of boredom is the responsibility of the listener to seek out new things like there you know like there's there's responsibilities that lie in a couple places but you know all of us on the call we're gonna be like yeah let me check some new stuff out or or asia just told us about the girl that she likes so let's put it in the chat and let's check it out let's hear something new but i'd say at least i don't know like a, a lot of people aren't gonna go do that they're gonna stay in their comfort zone if they you know like big popular artists or we'll just use drake for example if drake drops they listen to drake they run drake out they buy his album and they listen to his discography forever or just you know hear what's popular or put the songs that are on tiktok or if people are still using the radio and stuff like that like you know that's what they do so boredom can happen like when the industry is in a slump it is in a slump there have been Mm -hmm. year music years that have been not so good i can't remember one off the top of my head but i guess we can say just like a year where music wasn't great i will say though that like uh so one of my coworkers is well both of my coworkers are artists but um one of them in particular kari um he's the front man of contour the band and he we ride to work together and he challenged me because you know I love the pop girlies. Um, and I had been a uh, Michael Grande for a good minute. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, uh, I'm going to need you to chill out on that because you can find some black girls. And I'm like, but I, the, the black girls in the mainstream aren't giving me the vocals that I need. Right. They're giving me the pop cutesy things that I need. And he was like, well, I'm going to challenge you to go find some black girls who are doing that because the thing is they're out there they just don't get as much shine i heard that So i haven't really been listening to a lot of mainstream because i've been doing my deep dives and finding the black girls right who are doing the things that i want to hear and they're out there and these heifers are good and that's what i'm saying so just like my comment about the electronic artists i know you're out there i'm not even about to sit here on beyonce's internet and say that you don't exist i just need you like direct where's the links i request the links but even like you said like challenging yourself to do that i've been trying to dig into more genres that i enjoy like so of course yeah i like rap and you know the the new rap songs that come out i'll listen to but i really love like it's electronic it's alternative r&b it's um what's another genre i mean i like and and maybe my third one will be pop like i do like pop a lot um pop would be the last one that i do like a deep dive into but like i like pop and i want to hear more people doing it um because i i I guess i kind of missed the time and i was talking to somebody on twitch about this but i missed the time where like soundcloud like the explorative part of soundcloud was Mm -hmm. fun like because now soundcloud is just kind of like ugh. And it's that way, not because the music is bad, but because it's inconvenient at this point. And, you know, we just love our convenience, but it's inconvenient to have to do your digging on Spotify to then convert to or, or a SoundCloud to then convert to Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. 
and I know what that does to the artist. So that's like a different conversation, but it's like digging on SoundCloud is not as fun as it used to be because SoundCloud used to be the one and only Spotify was for mainstream, but you went to SoundCloud because all the indies were there. That's why you did it. But Spotify has been giving me the things lately. Like I found, I mean, they're a little more mainstream. Spotify has really been giving me the British girlies and I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for that because Mm -hmm. Arlo Parks, baby girl gets it. (laughs) <laughs> Baby, she is she is giving me the black girl with the guitar and I got feelings. And Somebody put me onto Cleo I mean. Soul recently. I fuck yes. with her. Okay. Yes. 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 Mwah, chef's kiss. Mm. There's it. another band. There's a band called Michelle, which is a group of like five kids from New York. But they have a song called Sunrise. The original is cute. The remix with Arlo Parks, that's the one. That's the one. The you said that's, that's it. That's the one. The way she floats in on that track. Ooh, I was like, yeah, you better give me the dorm room vibes that I want in my adult home. <laughs> like, you are the college student who can come to my house. Other than let's that, talk like, about it. Like, let's actually talk about it. It is fantastic. Let's is talk about it. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, I've been finding all of the girlies and especially again the black girlies giving me the things that I have been asking for for the longest and they're doing the things yep I'm proud and I mean I I I like that challenge and I feel um I I like that I want to be compelled to do it and I also still have that challenge I talked to in the talked about in the little mini-sode about listening to one new song a day it's been going poorly in the way that I'm not listening to one individual new song each day, but it's been going great in the way that I just kind of stack up albums and then I just listen to them all at once. And then I kind of, it's technically cheating, <laughs> but I'm still listening to new song. It's not, the, the only reason I'm having trouble doing it is because music for me, and I, I kind of want to like wrap us up a little bit so we can, I want to talk about this a little later, but the way that I consume is such a very, deep process Mm -hmm. um it is like when I'm just passively listening to music or when I have my playlist like I have a playlist called daily dose and that's literally a playlist of songs that like maybe I'm going through discover weekly or release radar I hear it and I'm like boom that's something that like I, I like it if I'm listening to it on repeat I'm like boom daily dose that's where it goes and then I have other playlists for other things. But when I'm just kind of putting on Daily Dose, I know what's coming. It's in my brain. Boom. But when I am listening to new music and trying to like really soak it all up, I really feel like a sponge. Like I'm trying to like have it really like be a part of me. So I can't always do that. Even daily, like if I'm trying to, for instance, do this daily song challenge. And if somebody recommends a song, I like to listen to it. I don't like to just be like, oh, I heard of that one time. And then, yeah, no. and I'm not paying attention to it. So I can't even, I won't say that I can't hear a new song every day, but in between work and stuff like that, sometimes I actually really don't have time to get into my sponge mode and soak up a new song every day. I usually just find a playlist. Like my discover weekly usually takes up my mornings, mm-hmm. like, because I listen to it all throughout the week. And then I like the ones that like, Hell I yeah. want to keep. Um, so I feel you on that. Like, I don't want to. I don't want I don't want to be a passive music listener like I really want to enjoy the songs and like 
I've started, like, when I like a song, I'll go ahead and, like, put it into some type of playlist yeah, so that I too. will always have it, um, which is surprisingly filled up my cooking playlist. Even though I don't be cooking like that, it's still there. <laughs> Just, like, because Spotify makes the like songs a playlist, so I used to rely on that a lot, but now mm. my like songs is just kind of, like, what I want to hear some stuff on Shuffle, but I've been taking and making playlists the way I want to as well, and I've also been saving albums, Wait, oh my God, it does do that. I did not know that. You didn't Let know that, girl? girl? Let me, I need to go unlike some stuff I, when I have Spotify. Cut the damn check. Spotify would, I mean, Spotify should cut the damn check. I just, but I, the reason I'm going so hard for it is because, yes, this is a hype train for Spotify, but I really want y'all to like use the app the way it's intended. A lot of us do not use, te- or I won't say, a lot of us but like people don't use tech for the way that it's intended like spotify has got mechanisms for you i mean and not even just spotify a lot of these streaming the music streaming apps have things built in for you to do stuff like this like for you to actually you know get new stuff and it's fine like if you if you set your algorithm up to just give you the stuff that you want or or popular mainstream stuff that's fine too but like I urge you to like dig into your into your Spotify or Apple Music because I've heard Apple Music does it too. I still never got into using it, but it's just it's so useful in the way that it will get you new music, but like it almost or it definitely makes you an active participant in diversifying your listening. Oh, I like that. Somebody, yeah, that was cute. Um, <laughs> but it does. But yes, no more harping on Spotify. It's amazing, still is. Uh, Asia definitely unlike some of the songs in your thing. Just unlike them, girl. girl the, embarrassment. the embarrassment. <laughs> you said sometimes I and that's what I do. I throw them out on shuffle one day, and I'd be like, "Ooh, I like this. Let's just bye. I liked it. That was a period of time. I'm no longer that bitch." Well, cause see, okay, so I had it from like 2011 to 2013. And then I kind of, I switched over to Apple. So mm-hmm. like, I haven't, I hadn't really until yeah, you're like, definitely you know, not that I got same back person. into it this year. And it's just a bunch of like, Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of light-skinned people. It's, it's Chris Brown. <laughs> Too many light-skinned. J. Cole and Chance the Rapper. It's just, oh God. But, but the best thing, and this is the last thing I swear that I'll say about Spotify. The best thing is when you update your like your your stuff like that it realizes like the algorithm isn't slow it won't still recommend you chris brown when you've removed him from your shit i've been trying to figure out why (laughs) why do you still submit this to me why like too much no 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 no, no. um yeah but i do i I actually kind of i want to save the topic of like how you listen and absorb your music for like another episode because that's going to be a good one um but all in all, mainstream people, mainstream artists be making boring music sometimes. And that just comes with the territory. So this weekend. Well, guys, that's our time. We have to go. <laughs> we, we have to go. Because. Yeah, I'm not even getting in the middle of that one. Nope. Everyone's nope. entitled to their own opinion. 
Okay. I'm only I'm only doing this to see how to see how how far Candace can before she blows top. So, I'm even if that if that is that your far. opinion, that's okay. I don't. I'm not disregarding your opinion. I just don't agree with you. Would it be wrong to say that I believe that he's made the same exact album for the past? Okay, albums? now you're wilding and you have to get out. Now you gotta go. The most is being done. Now you can't. You can't have listened to all of his albums and say that he's made the same album. I said the past. I said the past three albums. No, I'll even give you Starboy. Starboy sounded like mm-hmm. one long album. That is a cr- criticism that I can give Starboy as much as I love it. Star boy, then what about this 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 pa- this past? After hours, that's, a, that's that's about that's about the same. That's the same exact five in pocket. I don't got you there, but it's okay. I don't got you. I don't agree. Do I do I need to go? Do I need to go down his play his playlist? You can, but I just don't. And also, I'm in a level of standum that some of this is not going to matter. So. Let's also keep that in mind. I can give like valid that. critiques of the weekend, but some of like there's a there's a level where it stops, and I just become a stand. So, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't agree. Because I, I think after la- hours, after there there are some spots, I can also give a critique for after hours. There are some spots on after hours that do sound like they drag on. Like that kind of do the same Starboy thing, but not so, all of the albums. I said past three albums, I lied. It was the past two albums. So yeah, Starboy. Starboy and after hours. I can see where there are pockets of after hours that make you think that, but it's not the whole album. It's basically the same exact album. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't like that. Yikes! Like being behind <laughs> the madness, we saw we saw his we being behind the madness. We saw his range, mm-hmm. and it was very versatile. Then yes, he, yes. Mm-hmm. And then he get then he get, then he then yes, you do Starboy. You you link up with with Daft Punk and Happy Retirement to Daft Punk for all, and thank you for all that you've done for the music genre. But you link up with Daft Punk, and then for the next two albums, it's basically you're doing the synth pop route. Not gonna lie, not saying I don't enjoy it. I'm just saying that's. I think when you get to a certain point, you just you start you just you just fall into the to the formula that works. And I understand this is a double edged sword of you not of wanting to take risk and then not wanting to take risks because you don't know how people are going to take it. Yeah, I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get it, and that's why I'm not fully disagreeing with what you're saying. I don't disagree that two... I won't even say, like, two, like, a, a not a super fan or, like, just not somebody who listens actively. I could see where After Hours would sound exactly the same because, again, the Starboy gets that criticism fully. As much as I love Starboy, it drags. But After Hours, I think, is a little more intuitive as an album than Starboy was. Um, I don't think it's as formulaic. But again, we can agree to disagree. I haven't listened to The Weeknd since the trilogy. So 
<laughs> but I said the only now, the only trilogy. criticism trilogy is uh, House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence. Yeah, when just I call it what it is. Don't call it trilogy. Trilogy. Well, I okay, mean, it was released it as like a full album back then. Because before- th- that's also a lot of different names for me to say. Like, yeah, why would you call it that? That's a lot. Those are like that's three big staves. Yeah, it's like they're AKA. I can just House do that. of Balloon, Thursdays, and Echoes of Silence. That's, that's a lot. lot. <laughs> House, of, House, House, House of Balloons is is a is a great is a great mixtape. Thursday, Thursday, kind of, kind of. Fell a little bit. Now what we're not gonna do is this one. Now this is this is what we actually have to cut it off. We not gonna talk about. I said it fell. I said I fell. I said it fell a little bit, but we're still there. Where? 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 (laughs) Tell me. Look, you can be going up into this. Look into your camera all you want. Like this? No, I'm in confusion. I. I have to hard disagree here. I have to hard disagree here. I'm no longer a weekend fan, but (laughs) those three, those mixtapes, baby. No. No, And if we're picking a worse mixtape, it would be Echoes of Silence. Now, all I said was this. All I said was was Thursday kind of, he kind of slipped, but it was still still high high quality. Echo of Silence. Where was the slip? That's like where, where on Thursday? Next time we, next time we meet, we meet up. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. No, I, I look forward to it. Um, but to, to, to go back to what you were saying, some artists do. Some mainstream artists make boring music. You can include the weekend in that group if you would like i do not include him agree to disagree it's I, fine. no no listen to what i said i said it's a thing of playing it safe there's a difference oh yeah when they but i mean you gotta think about it when they get mainstream for the most part artistic integrity is out the window so they're going yeah. to play safe they're going to play for what the label wants them to do for the masses and that masses usually isn't even their fan base and even then even because like i think now too looking back at and this is me being a super fan a stand for the weekend but i think the weekend is back to doing what he wants to do in his music um and he, he he's not making music necessarily for his fan base he's making music for himself so he's got past the point where he's like making you know the things for um to please his label or do whatever i think he's past that point in his career could be wrong but just my assumption um but like ad was saying yeah there's playing it safe and then there's boring um and i think that they Mm -hmm. they kind of work hand in hand because going back to drake he plays it kind of safe like he experiments kind of but at the end of the day he knows that basically whatever he does is nine times out of ten gonna I won't even say be received well, but it's going to make him money because it's not always received well, but it still always puts money in his pocket. Okay, Candace, I'm switching cameras. You good? So it's just a heads up. I feel like I can see you. Oh, I think there's a difference. Like I said, there's a difference. Look, I'm 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 trolling right now anyway. I know, but it's still good discussion discussion to have. Um, but. Uh, but as far again, as far as like boredom, um, 
artists playing it safe, just kind of make it like coasting and music. Um, it's more like a, hey, we know, like we hear you and we know when you're, we know when you're coasting. We know when mm-hmm. you're, especially as like big grown people, like we know when you're. That sounds like Santa Claus. Like he sees you when you're sleeping. But, but actually, as a paying consumer, I kind of feel like Santa Claus. Like, I, you know, I mean, as an entertainer, I do pay. I don't I one one little consumer does not pay your rent. But I mean, I pay your rent like, you know, my money funds your lifestyle. So, That's yes. Sure. So I see you like I, I definitely see you when you're being lazy. And also Nicki Minaj, Nicholas, stop <laughs> snapping on people when they critique you. Oh, Nika. And you're wrong. And this is coming from a like a, a old school Barb. I will never. Forgive oh, you were you were a baby Barb. Like I will never forgive her for what she did to Wana. That's just on period. Like no, Ugh. didn't like it, hated it. Um, uh, she can rap, and but like like I said, I think the I think really is I've gone against a lot of things. I've gotten like a the big amount of hype unless I can see the where the hype is. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah, that's it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just an old man. I'm just, I'm just an old man yelling at the clouds at this point. That's fine. I mean, sometimes I be feeling real get off my lawn too. So, so I mean, I understand you. <laughs> like, not get off my lawn. Very much. Oh, I'm. Oh, play on the I'm, sidewalk. <laughs> like, please leave me alone. I'm definitely get off my get off my lawn. I'm definitely neighborhood watch all that most. <laughs> like it's crazy uh, look we look we i always tell people we always made we always made fun of it when we were were, were younger until you actually start owning property and you're seeing how other people treat it or whatnot you would be you'll eventually end up as get off my lawn i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna wrap up as somebody who is in an hoa right now i never thought i was gonna be that girl but i'm that girl i'm very much um my HOA fees pay for lawn maintenance and my grass looks crazy. What's the problem? Like never, <laughs> never thought that I'd be there. Cause I used to look at my parents and be like, what? Like y'all tripping over the HOA. But now I'm like, do you see my grass? Can you update the schedule to tell me where my recycling goes out? Can uh, I pay too much money? Yes. I, I see. I always say I'm, I'm the one of you, you notice how people who own property compared to people who rent it and the people who rent don't know how to take care of any damn thing now the and as a person who rent i would tell you i sure the fuck don't <laughs> <laughs> i sure don't as far as i'm concerned my security deposit entitles me to do whatever it is that i want to and honestly that's try everything to not give it back to me anyway that's and that's the best way to approach it when you rent because i mean you that your money is being paid into the deposit and stuff so agreed i love how the podcast always becomes like you know almost 30 and up talk like we always get to a point where it's like <laughs> look, oh but <laughs> look let's 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 let, look let's just be honest once you get the 30 and up talk that's when the real that's when the real fun starts happening we are adults bum, 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 bum. right <laughs> like okay. we here oh i i mean i don't mind saying it because i'll be 28 on sunday and it's just very like wow it's not, I'm not surprised. Like, it's not that I'm feeling, you know, 
like I'm aging or like so decrepit. It's just a lot of times I'll wake up and be like, yo, like I be, you know, cleaning up and and making meals for, you know, small humans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like, whoa, like how we get here. I will say the weirdest thing for me at 28 was realizing that, oh, this is the year my license expires. Like, I, but you think about it, like, when you get your license. Does my shit expire this year? I I got renewed mine. You, no, but you look. see that date, like when you get your license when you're like 16 or 17, you're like, oh, damn, that feels like far away. And then it comes up and it's like, oh, oh, wow, that that's a real date. Damn. And <laughs> like, now because I, really I need to, to I actually because I'm on vacation, I'm going to just take my ass up to the Well, I'm going to see if I can do that. Not in person because COVID. Um, but exactly. I need to make sure that my shit don't expire. And it probably do expire because I let I mine expire on my 21st birthday. I let it expire <laughs> on my 21st birthday. I had to pay for it. And I was very upset. They will get you, Marka. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Um. So, oh, since we're here, before we think, <laughs> your your review on coming to America too. Oh, let's br- yes, let's briefly discuss, but very briefly because this is by Neck the music briefly. podcast, not by Neck the, the the movie podcast, um, the bad movie podcast. <laughs> and so let me go first as a person that doesn't watch a lot of movies my boyfriend loves and I mean it is true but he loves to remind me that I don't watch a lot of film so you know my critiques aren't invalid but they just don't hold any weight I guess um but <laughs> but um I enjoyed the film saying that as someone who has barely seen the first one and y'all can fight me on that okay then you can't so (laughs) let me finish let me finish i mean i I know the jokes i know the premise i haven't fully seen the first movie but i get it i enjoyed the film for what it was i'm not saying that it was like best film ever 12 stars no i enjoyed it i enjoyed the fact that it was very pretty to look at like it was great seeing all the people on the screen tiana taylor tiana taylor tiana taylor tiana taylor that actually i think that kind of holds up most of my like love for the movie is tiana taylor um and all of the black women to be quite honest um but i mean like i i i i enjoyed the movie like the the storyline and context with what I know the first movie to be, I get why people are pissy about it. So, like, I get it, but, like, also, I didn't mind watching it to say, hey, you know, this is coming to America, and it's, like, it's pretty much a cash grab, but it was a beautiful, to me, it was a beautiful cash grab. Like, let's call it what it is. If you expected any more out of coming to America, too, I'm kind of looking at you sideways, because it's, like, you knew what this was going to be. I knew what it was going to be. I wasn't buying the, the hype that people that that the streets were trying to put out there. Still not buying it. <laughs> Still not buying it. Because the whole thing was in Asia, you could can, you know, throw your thoughts uh-huh. in. It just felt like it was the same movie just put in Zimbabwe. Uh, what is it? God damn. Uh, Zamunda. It was the same exact movie just put in Zamunda. But okay. again, can you expect more from? I mean, like it's no, a sequel. Yeah, I, I actually, yes, I can because it's a sequel can be because a sequel can be done very well and be done to 
to a higher standard and still and still mm-hmm. have the same heart and things like that because let me, for example it's your focus yes we know what the story we know what the main plot is but how come you didn't see they kept talking about the love story between Lisa and a Murphy's character how come you didn't really see that in in this movie at all except for maybe like two scenes here or there right how come how, how come you didn't how, how come you didn't how come you didn't see more of why it was so important for the for a hit for his daughter to become queen or whatnot oh, like damn. We didn't, I'm gonna have we, OG put this in here, but we did not say spoiler alert. I mean, and by times come yeah. out, it's, you, you got time. Okay. So, <laughs> but how come? But how come we didn't see we we didn't see what that driving force was, right? Like, let's just be honest. This is came from from one of the writers of from Blackish, right? And yes, Gross. I didn't know that. Yeah. So news to me. So a lot of the jokes, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, la- it didn't land. Some did, but some didn't. Uh, really, I wasn't expecting to be like blow away, but I was like saying, okay, I expect at least a reason of why you're making a second one. What was the reason? Like you could have told a gr- a great passing of the torch story, you mm-hmm. know. And look and play a little bit more to modern times. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna go ahead and and put my my film buff hat on. Come on, do it. Um, so coming to America too literally was only made because right now, with everybody being in the house, we are nostalgia heavy. Mm-hmm. Like this would not have worked had COVID not happened. This would not have been such a big thing had yeah. COVID not happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna disagree with you on that just because of the initial initial rollout of it. But go ahead. But the thing is, it wouldn't have like if you had to go see it in a theater. Much, yeah, I don't. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know think that it would have gotten. I think more people would have opted and waited for it to come on streaming mm-hmm. if it had to be seen in the theater. That's why I don't think it would have gotten as much fanfare. Um, as a fan of the first movie, like that is my partner's favorite movie, like of all time. So we've seen it quite a bit. Um, it's just honestly the contingency. It, it never, it, it never made sense to me from jump because I'm like. Uh, we saw Akeem, we saw him come to America and get a job. Never once did we see him humping some other lady to where (laughs) an American-born child could be made. And for him to be like, this was before you. When was before with Lisa? When? When was before Lisa? You showed me the first movie. It showed me where he met anybody before Lisa besides them barbershop niggas. When? Well, they'll say that it was that we just put it in there for artistic purposes, and that's how. No, it's stupid. It's stupid. (laughs) That's what I said. It's lazy. It's lazy. It was a cash grab, and it kind of. It was a lazy cash grab because it, like, the original movie, like, yes, it has all of these things that we are realizing, you know, all the obias or whatnot, 
but it was funny for the time. It was a good movie for the time. And it was beautiful for the time. And I think that they got that beauty back correctly. But um, it could have been done without. It could have been done without. I think, and that's why I guess my opinion of it is kind of like, I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't enjoy it to be like, oh my gosh, it's going to, of course we know that it wouldn't take the place of, um, you know, it wouldn't take the place of the, the first movie sequel and rarely do sequels do better than the first, you know? So my opinion is in that, oh, it was cute. Like it was cute. And that's really all I got. For all out an hour and forty eight minutes long of that movie, I felt each and every one of those minutes. <laughs> they were painful. It was. It was just. It wasn't moving. Like, like I said, I just felt like honestly, and this is why I said it. There's things of going for a cash grab, and there's things of being a lazy cash grab, right? It's yes, we're gonna go we're gonna do this and yes we know what it is. But we could kind of play around with the little certain things here and there in, in real time too. You know? To me, I wouldn't even call it a, a coming to America too. I would call it Zamunda. Right? I would I would have had in the in the intro in the intro for at least and this is where I said lazy writing and lazy directing also of hey show in pictures the love the love story of Hakeem and Lisa you know with the ba- you know with the baby photos and all that type of stuff they try to do that they did that kind of with the with the restaurant opening and whatnot but I was like kind of showed that a little bit more you know it's just certain shots that could that can serve a purpose. It's like, oh, okay, this is where we go, right? Now we can kind of see the motivations, like I said earlier, of the daughter wanting to become queen. Why does she want to become queen? You know, we never really saw the father daughter relationship. We always we kept going back to James and James and Eddie. It was like, okay, that's cool and everything, but let's move it to now. Mm-hmm. Like John Amos' character, I would have preferred him to have a little bit more screen time than he did, and maybe it was health related or whatever. But because of the absence of the actress who played uh, Hakeem's mom, right? Because she wasn't in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. I felt like he could have he could have filled in that role a little bit, you know, of just you know being the doting. Grand, you know, grandfather or whatnot, but being like that, ease make his presence known. Because I think a lot of it felt was also this was was the heart there as much as it was. Like I never really understood it until I watched the first one again, and it seems like everything was stitched together very well. This one, it was very, it wasn't balanced all over the place. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, all in all, like, again, my my opinion is formed by, like I said, not really knowing the first movie a ton and understanding that it is, I just kind of, I I assumed, again, it's a sequel. It's going to be made for also modern times. So like, you know, people were harping on the fact that, oh, Eddie's got like 
three daughters and everybody wants women in film and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be a movie for that. Like, I, I really don't like when people complain about times changing because they're going to change. Like, I just feel like if it is a sequel, like, after five years, leave it alone. Yeah, that, that too. Like, there's no reason... There was no reason for this. There was no reason for Bad Boys 3. Like, there was no... There's just no reason for all of these extra spaced out sequels outside of, like... Even what's the, what's the new one coming? Uh, the Best Man? They're doing the third the one? The series. Like, there's, it's, not, it's a series. Why? But why? I guess my <laughs> thing is, like, can you we know, just... You look, know, look, look. And I see, I'm going to say... I'm going to say some... I see, I'm going to say some shit and... and Say some shit and you gonna you gonna throw the stone and hide your hand. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, because I'm because I'm about to because I'm about to do it. <laughs> just like just like with Tyler Perry, everyone loves Tyler Perry, but we all know his movies ain't the best in the world. Who is Who everybody? <laughs> we here. Who is right? everybody? Let's just I love Tyler Perry. Our grandmothers and our aunties love Tyler yes. Perry. And you know, and the so let's call let's call it what it is. The best it's only coming out because black is popular it's only coming out because let's go through that cast for um for, for a quick thing a lot of them do need a cat need uh something to suffice them but here's my thing and this is always going to piss me off about hollywood which is why i'm really praying that the hollywood film industry crumbles and burns um but it's because yeah i'm enjoying my i'm enjoying my my marvel so don't don't talk talk bad about that no like everybody's gotta everybody's gotta die um (laughs) everyone but there are so many good black screenwriters right now there are so many good black scripts um and i need more of the gates to be open i need people to get outside of whoever has the most money to put in front of your face in order to get their script seen. Like I need more of that because what's really happening is that the producers are giving money to the same people and it's getting stale. It's been stale for a while. But now people can see it. And and one of my points was going to be like, as not a movie buff, but like we talk about this in all forms of media, but like where's going to be like, because right now to me indie art house stuff feels like sundance like it's not really accessible to regular people then this is just yeah. stupid like or you know you see indie stuff on youtube like uh, any yeah. creator puts their stuff on youtube or patreon or something like that but where's going to be like the rally behind independent filmmakers but again that's probably because i'm not knowledgeable i don't know no better no no that definitely needs because i mean i I converse with a lot of other filmmakers on the daily and we're always talking about like, oh, I can submit my film here or like, I'm trying to get my foot in the industry, my foot in the industry. And I'm like, there's not why? a clear cut, there's not a clear yeah. cut road. Yeah. There's nothing like, and even if you sit in those stupid ass clubhouse rooms where they're trying to tell you, <laughs> oh God, they're horrible. But it's just like, this is how you get your foot in the industry. It's about who you know. It's about who you know. And I'm yes. like, that is the dumbest because the music industry isn't like that anymore. Like, and I mean, and it used to be. It used to be. Yeah, like you, you know, now you can pop even, off. 
even the writer world like wattpad is like soundcloud for writers yep like you know that's what i was thinking about for books and like poetry and stuff as well like like, there's still a lane for indie self-publishing got big and this self-publishing like in the book world got big a while ago the real the real real breakout and um, it is through youtube now youtube is 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 a big search engine but even with youtube like it's so hard nowadays because they're monitoring how heavy they're like like if this category has too many creators in it, they're no longer monetizing videos. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. But what I'm saying about that is more of when we're talking about just having, you know, making your own way, getting your foot into the door, whatnot. It's usually it's through that way of you're just having to say, you know, screw this, I'll do it myself. Yeah, right? yeah. And if I and straight up, it's it's almost. It's a do it yourself. Hey, I got enough of this, and guess what? Either you're going to give me the money, or I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to, or I'm going to link up with with some type of venture that will still allow me to do what I need to do and still be creative. And it's usually, just, and it's usually really hard. It, yeah, it is. Like, and everything that, is hard. You know, it's not. It's not to say that like getting into indie industry isn't hard, but like filmmakers, and especially, especially black women filmmakers these days like if you're not writing in a specific way producers aren't even looking at you like if if i want to be a black woman and i want to write horror everybody's like okay well is it set in the antebellum time is there slavery in it yeah. is it like jordan peele because if not oh then we don't want to give you speaking, speak, spe- speaking of that did you see did you see the new uh amazon series that's coming yeah, out them which is yeah. low-key antebellum feeling and very Jordan Peelish. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't seen that one. I normally shy away from horror. Y'all know me. I'm a little squeamish. But... No, but, and you know what? I'm going to give it a try because of I just want to see before I say eh, right? Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be bad. My thing is, like, where is the originality? Where is the, the real diversity when it comes to not just the character casting, but the content? And I, I still ask, I yearn on the regular for just my trip and fall uh, black person romance. I mean, and I'm talking about you know? corn. I need all of the cheesy tropes. I don't like black person romance that has my mama beat me and my daddy was never here. And I finally okay. found you know, like you know why You know why you're not going to get that? Or if you do, it has to be done by a certain person that can that can push it, that can push it off and pull it off too. I don't know. Because, Enlighten me. Because we because we play into our stereotypes. Hmm. Look look into look into the stereotype. Look into the stereotype, and we already know what it's based off of real life and everything like this. But for example, we we talk about the movie coming to America, right? We know what it is, right? But it's almost like black, 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 black. Black, black, black. Yeah, we your your royalty, your thing is but still black, black, black. You know, it's almost a point you you're beating me with a salty hammer, like, yeah, I got it, you know? Like sometimes it needs to be just can you act? Yes or no. Does the story make sense? Yes or no. Doesn't matter on the skin color. So we play so look, so so for example for example, how many gangster gangster series or films that go out and and everyone's like oh it's the greatest thing in the world when we when really when you break it down you're like this is some crap 
I don't necessarily have a full problem with the blackity blackness of the content. There's um, a, there, there's, when there's, it's when, when, it's I, done, when it's done correctly. And when, I mean, like black, Ju- like was it black, Ju- was it black, was I haven't seen, Judas in the yeah, black I haven't seen that. Yeah, so I that was done. That was done well. I don't know. That was that done. I have my issues with that movie, but it was shot well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have problems. Uh, and I, I mean, don't know. And that's that honestly like. from the. I am not a fan of what Hollywood does to radical people in history. They treat them as characters and they act as though they can mm-hmm. whitewash their actual history. And Chairman Fred was not a rock star. He was a real human being doing real work. And they kind of glamorized his life. And I didn't appreciate that. Still can't. I don't know what the movie looked like, so. Um, but it is beautifully shot. <laughs> I and uh, I believe her name is Dominique Fisher. Like, give her all the roles. Give her all the things. I've been obsessed with her since Random Acts of Flyness, and she is phenomenal. Yeah, that, I'm just saying. I'm just saying when when it's done right, like yeah. When it's but done- I'll even say like Atlanta. Donald got that. He got that done. He got that done. Yeah, what he had right. to do. Because that is a show that is explicitly black without yelling at you i am black every sentence there's there and even when it things, does yell because sometimes there, it does yell at you but no, it's yelling yeah. to the point of you got it like you really had to be there like the meme like you had to be there there no, are very much certain things in that show that are that people were confused about not well white people uh non-black <laughs> people non-black people were confused about but in in being black and having lived the black American experience, we knew. Right. We knew we didn't have to say nothing. There were there would be looks, there would be certain lines, there would be certain things that like we got because of our experience. Like I remember uh, the one episode where they were, I think it was like his barber. Oh, and someone was like, someone was in a comment like, "Why would he keep doing all this stuff with his barber? Like, why wouldn't he just like leave him alone and?" why was it such an issue that he went to somebody else and i'm like see that is you don't know. a yeah. like we understand within our community how important the barber is mm-hmm. it's certain things like that and that's what i want more of in hollywood like give us the things that are black that are for black audiences without you yelling at me that it is black the intuitive the, knowing the, the subtlety hammer that's all that's all that like it's see and i and maybe it's but a lot of times especially even now is we kind of shoot our we kind of shoot ourselves in the in our foot just by being overly at times like we under there's times to yell it there's times to bring the aggression but it's like let's strip everything down is this a good story yes or no yes mm-hmm. it is okay who can play this role? Like, I shouldn't have to look and say, you know what? I want Rick Ross. I want all these black people in, in my movie. It's like, no, I just want a good movie. Yeah. You know, I just want a launching pad that we can say, I doesn't matter if it's a, if it's a black cast, if it's a white cast, if it's di- if diverse cast, whatever I can, I, we can make a movie and we can write our ass off. Similarly with music um, and just most artistic spaces, 
it just has to get there like we we've yeah. been doing this for fucking ever in all forms of media and but music wise the black things are out there they're the black people who are making the things that are phenomenal um it is just up to us to turn our radios off and to dig a little deeper oh mama odie she said yeah. it <laughs> because i mean it's there it is there and they are good especially the women's the the femme presentings and uh the the they's and the thems they're getting it i can't wait until i can get my ass in line to drop this dmca free uh playlist the, the blog post and the playlist mm. um but there's some good people coming up on there and yeah and I just to to extend that offer, please put them in my lap, y'all. I'm asking. Put them in my lap. Like did I send you the wolf song? I feel you like did. Like, I mean, of course on okay. the team, y'all are gonna put it in my lap. But I mean everybody <laughs> else, put them uh, feed yes. them to me. Like I, I want to see them. Cause once I see them, all I'm gonna do is talk about them. But pretty much. Right. Yeah. Well, um, let's wrap it up, guys. Yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up, Dan. Uh, I think we've actually covered a new, I'm going to make a name for this segment, I swear to God, what we're listening to, or new tidbits. We covered it, so that's good. We're going to link it in the podcast notes um, on the website. Um, and yeah, we're, we're getting back to our uh, two episodes a month schedule. Um, so look out for that. And yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Any last notes before I officially, officially close this out? Mm-hmm. Send me more black girls who play guitar because that's all I care about right now. Put them, <laughs> in, in, put them in Twitter. We love the tweets, the Instagrams, mm-hmm. um, the submission, in, the submission box. Put them, there. just put them everywhere. We're listening. Very much so. So yeah, this has been. The Binet Podcast, where we chat music, the people that make it, and the communities that listen to it. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode, and we will talk to you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.